Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another glorious week in the state of Texas. Hey, we're doing the show live on Facebook a little bit early. You know, a lot of times we do it on Fridays. That's typically our day. But we're doing it early on Thursday this week because we got a huge event coming up tomorrow and Saturday. And I've got some breaking news. I'll share a little bit more of that later because I want to make sure we get some good time with our guests. But the governor of our state, Greg Abbott, is going to be signing into law a pro-life law at our policy event at 3.30 on Friday. So if you've got tickets or you're still trying to get there, make sure you're there at 3.30 because it's going to be a special moment at Great Hills Baptist Church, txvalues.org, if you want to get your tickets. But look, there's been a lot happening this week because the legislature is back in session, third special session. So a lot of things we want to cover. But Really, the big stories that we've been talking about center around the issue of life. And so what better time to bring on a good friend of ours to talk about the issues and to talk about what's happening on pro-life issues? Mostly good, but some things that have that drawn some concern recently. So Lila Rose is the founder and president of Live Action. They have one of the largest global organizations when it comes to pro-life advocacy, messaging and digital footprint, as they like to call it. And Lila got her start when she was a teenager, if you will, in her pro-life advocacy and and has just been doing great work with her team and and other members of the team for many years now. And so it's good to have her back on. Lila, welcome back to the Texas Values Report. Thanks for having me back on. Well, look, it's good to spend some time with you. You know, we were visiting as we were getting ready for the show a few minutes ago, and there's been a lot of talk in Texas, of course, and across the country about the Texas heartbeat law. But a lot of news was happening with your organization primarily last week and a little bit into this week, because as more of us have wanted to continue to get the message out when it comes to pro-life issues, we're now running into censorship issues. And so you ran into Google, uh, but, you know, thankfully, y'all didn't just stop there. You pushed back. Yeah, well, before getting into the Google's shenanigans, I have to say huge congratulations to you, the organization, all the great people of Texas, because Texas is crushing it when it comes to fighting for life. And um, it's inspiring. And you've inspired the rest of the country. I know Florida's already copycatting your Texas heartbeat law and other states, too. And I'm in California here just thinking, oh, I got to get my state closer <laughs> closer to where you guys are at. So just wanted to say congratulations for all the well, good work you're doing. No, I, I appreciate that. And, and I'll tell you, you know, my, you know, my good friend Jonathan Keller's out there in California. We were on some calls, you know, in the past couple Holding of weeks. Holding down the fort. Yeah, well, and you know, I mean, look, um, I've been in this work for a long time myself um, doing pro-life work. And so, you know, Texas, this is where Roe versus Wade started. A lot of times we can feel a lot of responsibility. But as I've told people over the past couple of weeks, it's really been a we effort. You don't get to the point that we do in an opportunity to have a law like Texas has and everything that's gone along with it without people across the state, country, and the world that every day do things that really help the pro-life movement. And you've definitely been a part of that. And so, you know, look, I, and I want to focus a little bit about on that, but, you know, it got so much news last week. And I was concerned about mm-hmm. what was happening with your organization with Google because we run into mm-hmm. that sometimes. We've got a, a big event this yeah. weekend just trying to connect with people, and then you run into these constraints. Right. So what happened was with the Google censorship issue, and this affected live action, it's also affected other pregnancy centers. It's affected Heartbeat International, which I know is a big uh, Texas footprint as well. But basically, we, we on behalf of uh, medical professionals, was running a hotline for women to call who've taken the first abortion pill. So basically, there's a technology called abortion pill reversal, which has been really 
profoundly impactful. It saved over 2,500 lives because it uses FDA approved progesterone, which is a bioidentical pregnancy hormone to counteract the devastating effects of the first abortion pill. So chemical abortion is two pills you take. The first one kills the baby by depriving progesterone. The second one forces a miscarriage. Well, this FDA approved progesterone treatment can actually counteract, if taken in enough time, that first deadly abortion pill. So 2,500 women have already successfully used this to save the lives of their babies. There's doctors all across Texas and across the country who are eager to help women and provide this care for them. And so we were promoting the hotline number for women who are Googling, you know, what do I do? I just took the first abortion pill. I regret it. That they can see there is a possibility, actually up to 68% possibility of reversing this abortion. Wow. Um, tragically, or not surprisingly, pro-abortion groups hate this technology. Uh, they want women to not have options, not have choices. And so the Daily Beast and some other groups uh, actually contacted Google last week and contacted Facebook and said, why are you uh, promoting this horrible hotline? Basically, uh, there's a group of um, pro-choice pro-abortion medical professionals with, with ACOG who have decried the hotline, decried the technology, so they quoted them. And within hours, Google had shut down virtually all of our ads. And today, this is what's so devastating, Jonathan, today calls to the hotline are down over 80% wow, because what? it's hard to find the number on Google. Well, and I correct me if I'm wrong. I I thought I saw that some members of Congress got involved and came to your aid, if you will, try to back y'all up and get this thing turned around. Yeah. So 11 senators led by Senator Josh Hawley uh, have contacted Google leadership written a formal letter saying, what are you doing? Uh, there have been you know, all kinds of medical professionals. The American Association of Pro-Life Obstetricians Gynecologists have weighed in and said, Google, what are you doing? This is not based on science. This is based on politics. Uh, so there's been definitely outcry. But unfortunately, Google is persisting in their ban right now. So we're continuing to work back channels, um, looking at legal options. But it's, it's, a really, it's really devastating. It's absolutely devastating because women deserve to know about this life-saving hotline. And it does save lives, and Google has sided with abortion, not even with choice. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, we do a lot of work at the state capitol and uh, our fair share of media interviews, and so we get asked a lot. You know, the media always seems like they're trying to find some other reason that we're involved, that, that we're hiding or whatever. <laughs> and so I had this reporter recently ask me the same question over and over, and, and I felt like I had <laughs> answered it. And yeah. she was like, so do that. Yeah. Yeah, tell me – what's the real reason why you do this type of work? And I just was very direct. And I said, because we want to save lives. I mean, that that is what it boils down to. That's what it's about. I mean, that's the center of it. But in order to save lives, you've got to have information that women can have access to, not cutting that off. You know, I was at an event this week and they were talking about your situation because it was impacting a pregnancy center here in the area called True Care, where they're trying to do some of the same things you're talking about with this reversal. And it's and it's really it's extraordinary to know it's out there and it's really needed because at a legislative hearing I was at recently, I heard it stated, I think it was by Susan B. Anthony List or another group that Almost, if we're not already there, over 50% abortions now are chemical abortions. Mm -hmm. And so you think about how devastating that can be. And for women that are going to be looking for options, and I think a lot of women probably are not aware that a reversal, as you described it, is even possible. 
Right. I think you're exactly right. Most women don't know that it is possible, 68% possible if taken in enough time to reverse the deadly effects of that first abortion pill. And I think you're absolutely right about information. I mean, it's amazing what information can do to save lives. You'd think that in our information saturated world, all that, all that stuff is already out there for people, but it's not, especially when, you know, tech companies like Google, media companies are so pro-abortion that they're actually hiding pro-life content from users or from individuals, from women. So it's all the more important for us to fight back. And, you know, we're, we're trying to sidestep Google now. We're trying to find out, okay, do we put this number on billboards? You know, do we, there's a lot of other uh, venues that we can try to use, but Google is the biggest search engine. So it, it does have a devastating impact. No, look, I mean, and, and you know, it's interesting. You're talking about Texas. We just passed a law. Also, not only the heartbeat law, we just passed a law that really makes it difficult for social media censorship. Oh, by the way, the author of that bill, he's also the one that's the author of the heartbeat law. It's just interesting um, how that happens. But he's such a leader, Senator Brian Hughes. And the the bill signing that I mentioned at the beginning of our time that's being signed by Governor Abbott tomorrow at the Texas Values Policy event is one that takes away the option for these abortion pills to be sent through the mail because we saw how that was happening. That's mm-hmm. efforts been led by AUL, by students, uh, excuse me, Susan B. Anthony lists and others, mm-hmm. and we teamed up with them. But we saw that, you know, people taking advantage of that, particularly during the pandemic and other times, sex traffickers. But, you know, I just want to tell you, Lila, if you... um. You want some reassurance that your message is still getting out there, even though Google is trying to hold you back. My dad texted me one of your graphics today. He just, you know, every now and then will send me some text messages to remind me, you know, that he's on my side and, you know, kind of keep going or whatever. Anyway, it was one of your graphics. I had live action on there. So you guys are doing a great job in, in getting the message out there and, and reaching people across the world. Well, let's talk about the Texas Heartbeat Law. You know, I was very encouraged to see your organization and others uh, really join in and, and and obviously supporting it through the process, but being a part of that messaging point and really helping people understand it, but also showing that support when we were getting a lot of attention leading up to the effective date and then afterwards. And that's what people have asked me a lot. What do we do now or what's important? There are a lot of things that are important, but I think one of the things that's key is as a pro-life, as a movement, we got to stick together. We got to stay united. Mm-hmm. And so I really appreciate it. But I mean, talk to me about your experience with seeing that and, and maybe what you're hearing and why, you you know, the Texas heartbeat law um, has become so important. Sure. Well, the Texas heartbeat law is the most pro-life law on the books that's being enforced nationally, period. And so that's a tremendously huge achievement that you guys uh, have accomplished. And we're really proud of you and uh, proud of the 100 lives a day that Texas is saving because of the law. Uh, it's also an inspiration to the rest of the country, to other pro-life states of what's possible, you know, the, the co- kind of clever enforcement mechanism that you used in order to sidestep uh, direct, you know, assaults from the courts, from pro-abortion ju- uh, judges was really was really uh, smart. Uh, I think it's, it also, though, you know, you're poking the dragon. The dragon says abortion is a status quo. Abortion is enshrined. We're going to kill children without any legal problems. And that's America. And the, you know, the friends of abortion in media, in big tech, in uh, entertainment, in politics are coming out of the woodwork to attack Texas and to attack the pro-life movement, to lie about the movement, to lie about pro-lifers and to try to push their abortion agenda. So what you guys have done in Texas combined with what the Supreme Court is going to be uh, considering Mississippi's law, whether or not to uphold it or not, the 15-week ban in Mississippi, is going to be ground zero in the fight over public opinion. What do people 
uh, believe on abortion. The pro-abortion side is out there with their media campaigns right now, with their rallies, or with their vitriol, with their lies, with their misinformation. We need to be out there with the truth, with love, connecting women to care, educating people. So it's really a big moment that you've helped, I think, um, start in Texas for pro-life advocacy and activism. And we're excited to be in it with you. Well, I appreciate it. And, and it is a we effort, right? I mean, you think of people in different parts of the country, different states that have great experience or that have reach in different ways or, or expertise. And so, you know, it's just, I, I tell you, I was like really emotional that week. And, and so because you think about the work that you do, I mean, I was born in 1973. I think about kind of that just reference points at a lot of times. But so many of us, right, we've been working on these issues a long time. So often you work all that time to get a law passed and it never goes into effect. There's a lawsuit and it's struck down or it's withheld. You never get to that original effective date. And so you're spending so much time trying to get later on. The courts may come to your, you know, come around to your side and then you can start implementing it. And that day just getting closer and closer. And and it was, you know, you think about the legal strategy here. These are private enforcements that we use instead of the government enforcement. So that means you can't make those same arguments that something is unconstitutional. But, you know, look, it's a simple issue, though, right? You think about a heartbeat. It was something that's resonated. And I think a lot of people are going, you know, that kind of makes sense, right? People that may have not thought about it before. And so I think we've all been very fortunate as the culture has moved because of organizations like yours and others that are talking about this issue, that are providing that comprehensive support for women. It's not just about the baby in the womb, even though that is key. It's about what happens after the baby is born and really being there through all those different life stages. But I tell you, going through it, you know, um, that week, you know, it just there was a lot of. Uh, anticipation. There was a lot of expectation. We did some events with Abby Johnson. We were spending time with her and others. And and I was, I was up till past midnight, you know, looking on social media. I mean, was the Supreme Court going to step in the last minute? And they certainly could have, but there's still a lot of work to do moving forward. I mean, there's some still cases and going on, but I think because of the way things are positioned, we have a tremendous opportunity to speak to women or other people that might you know, either be pregnant or be thinking about this issue for the first time. And I've said it a lot. The law is a teacher. When the law says that we should respect human dignity, I do think it's causing people to go, you know what, maybe maybe I should think again about this issue. Maybe I've had it wrong. I think you're absolutely right. And I mean, look, Rasmussen, as you know, did a poll last week and the, the polling company and found that 46 percent of Americans support Texas's law versus only 43% who oppose it. So more Americans, you would not think this looking at a news headline, but more Americans support Texas's heartbeat law, which is a ban on, on almost all abortions, yeah. than oppose it. And that's because most people are pro-life or at minimum very sympathetic. And why? Because it's human to be pro-life. You know, it's human to want children to be born and not to be killed. It's human to think that a pregnant mother should be supported and cared for and not told to go surrender her body to an abortionist. And I think we really have uh, to capitalize that on the movement to say, look, listen, this is the loving, reasonable position. And the more it's presented to people, the more people become pro-life. Yeah, no, look, and, and you've got a book that's out. And, and, you know, when people think about some of the work we do, sometimes they don't always get to meet people and know a little bit about them. You and I were talking earlier. You've got your second baby on the way. That's always <laughs> exciting. Such a special time for you, I'm sure, and, and your husband and your family. And 
But I say this sometimes, I don't know if it's true for everyone, <clears throat> but you touched on this, right? That it's sort of human to want to support unborn children or for want that baby to be born. That's just, I just think it's instinctive. So I think I like to think we're, we're born pro-life, but then society and things get in the way. And for many of us, sometimes there's that moment where we became pro-life, right? Mm -hmm. And we started working on it more. I know I can think about that, but you know, you're a teenager um, you know, as your website says, working from your parents' home, getting involved in this, that's not easy to do. And I'm sure there's a little bit more in, in the book, uh, different things you've done over the years. But but talk to us about why it was so important to write a book and, and what people can hear about it in, your, uh, in the book sure. that's come out, Fighting for Life. Thank you. Yeah. So Fighting for Life is my first book, and it just came out a few months ago. And I, you know, I've been asked for years, like, how did you have the courage to get started or you know how did you overcome obstacles or <clears throat> insecurities you might have had <clears throat> and so i wanted to put together in a manual for really anybody who feels a call in their heart to make a difference and to stand up against injustice for how do you do it how do you get started how do you overcome obstacles how do you uh, learn skills that you need to learn how do you use the gifts that you have to make a difference how do you speak the truth uh, when people are looking down on you for it or when you're facing opposition and I tell a lot of my story throughout that book, the mistakes I've made, uh, the successes. And yeah, I started really young. I started live action as a teenager, but it doesn't really matter how old you are or how young you are. You know, the, the, the cause for life, the causes of our day that are most important need all of us. We are, we are born at this particular time in history for a reason. You are here for this particular time, injustices and opportunities for a reason. And we can decide, will we use our lives to make a difference for good or not? Will we sit on the sidelines? And so Fighting for Life, the book is like, get off the sidelines. We need you in it. And here's how. Well, look, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm grateful to uh, spend some time with you for you to come on the show, talk about some of the recent work that you've been doing, your support for the Heartbeat Law, and also your recent book, because there's a, you know, a lot of stories to some of the work we do. And sometimes that allows people to make that connection and to say, you know what, this person's very similar to me, or I can relate to that. And it can be get beyond some, some of the headlines, excuse me, the headlines and some of the things that people see with such short attention spans on social media. So we hope you continue to have success uh, with it. And we know we're going to continue to need your support of the heartbeat law. Some of the other things that are going on, you know, we there's who knows what's going to happen leading forward, but the left, the, the pro-abortion side, or however you want to call them, the people that oppose this, that really are supporting death. I mean, that, that's just what it comes down to. They want us to think that's the only option and we know it's not true and, and we know how strong and just how amazing life can be. So we wish you success with the with the book. And we also look forward to maybe those pictures on social media soon with that new baby. And so uh, thank you so much for all the work you're doing for life. And thank you for being our guest today on the Texas Values Report, Lila. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. Well, good. Well, it's good to have Lila on. I mean, gosh, what a busy week they probably had last week and leading into this week, right? When Google takes on what you're trying to do and tries to tear it down. I mean, everything probably comes to a halt, right? And so it's great that they've got some good friends backing them up. We're going to talk a lot about these pro-life issues at the Texas Values Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum. You heard me mention Governor Abbott's going to be signing a pro-life law at the event on Friday at 3.30. 
Governor's going to be there in person. It's not going to be a live stream that you're going to see him come from somewhere. He'll be there. You'll Have you ever been to a bill signing? I've been to several. Maybe you've never seen it. You've only seen a video, right? So you're not really sure how it works. He's going to be there. He's got a nice special pin. It's all very, um, you know, official. And so I'm excited about it. So still tickets left. TXValues.org. Get your tickets today to the Faith, Family, and Freedom Forum. <clears throat> and speaking of the heartbeat law, I think I mentioned it earlier. Senator Brian Hughes. He's going to be there, the author of the Heartbeat Law. That's the first panel, okay? I think it's already live on our website. You can see the schedule of speakers and what's what's all going on on these issues. But Brian Hughes, the author of the Heartbeat Law in the Senate, in the House, it was carried by Shelby Slauson. She's not able to make it, but Senator Hughes is going to be there. Hey, we're starting off with the best, okay? We're going to start off talking about the Heartbeat Law, why it matters, what we do moving forward. Some of the issues Lila touched on, right? Getting that comprehensive support, making sure women know that it's not just about saying, you know, keep your baby and support life. It's being by her side in that family side afterwards. It's having a hotline, as she talked about, for women to call and to see if they, there's somebody that they can talk with about these issues. And so, you know, a lot of information in two days of speakers, not just the governor. Lieutenant governor is going to be at uh, on Saturday at noon. And Danny Gokey, all right, if you're not sure how you feel about politics and law and policy, Come to hear the Christian music, okay? Danny Gokey's going to be at 4 o'clock on Friday. Hey, that's kind of the secret. That's really why I'm there or, or a big part of it. No, I love the work we do, but I just want to, I'm just sharing this with y'all because, look, some of that Christian music can have such a spirit that fills the room. And we are going to be in a church, Great Hills Baptist Church. But, you know, from time to time, Danny will talk about our issues. I did see him retweet, you know, some support of the Heartbeat Law, the Texas Heartbeat Law. That was always nice. But he's got a platform as a Christian artist. But I'm sure he hears about it all the time. People that are struggling, people that are down and out. If you listen to some of his music, it has a lot of that in there. Really trying to keep people upbeat, trying to pick them up, trying to let them know that there's still hope, right? That was one of his first songs, uh, There's Hope in Front of Me. And, and you may know a little bit about Danny. He lost his wife. His first wife died as he was preparing to uh, perform on American Idol and, you know, really dedicated a lot of his efforts and so on to her memory. And now he's gone on. He's got a family. He's got kids and making great music. And so I'm excited that we can kind of include that as an element. So after you get with hit with a lot of heavy stuff and, you know, really interesting policy, you can kind of stand up, stretch your legs, stretch your feet. And, uh, you know, move around a little bit, clap, I don't know, raise your hands, whatever you do when you hear Christian music. But we're going to have some fun um, and, and enjoy it. And so, but we try to bring a really special lineup and experience for people when we do these events. We've been planning it for months. I think there's close to 500 people that are coming. Uh, there's plenty of room at Great Hills Baptist Church. So if you're still in that kind of boat of, well, I'm not really sure about being in such big groups Plenty of room to stretch out. You know, if you want to wear a mask, whatever you need to do to be comfortable. We're not requiring any of that. But if you want to, if, if that's what makes you feel better about being there, you know, we'll leave that up to you. But there's there's plenty of space there for people to also share with each other. Get to know new people. Find out there are people in your community that care about these issues just like you. And it's not just about the heartbeat law. We're going to talk about religious liberty. There is a constitutional election um, on November 2nd. There's a constitutional amendment uh, ballot issue. They, they come every November after a regular legislative session. And this time we've got something on the ballot to add to our Constitution, strong language about protecting religious liberty so the government can't close churches and shut down organizations that serve women and things of that nature. 
Uh, we're going to be talking about those issues. What's happening on the Save Women Sports issue? That's working its way through the legislature. As a matter of fact, the Senate today, I think for the fourth time, passed a law making it clear that biological boys and men do not play in women's sports. Now, you hear some of the media talk and the narrative, oh, that means that transgender students won't be able to play sports. No, it means they're going to have a consistent standard for everyone. You use the birth certificate, nearest at birth. That's the standard the school uses. Everyone's got to produce a birth certificate when they play sports. That's just the way we've always done it in Texas. So nothing new there, but we've got to have a consistent policy so everybody's playing by the same rules. Um, and we do have cases where you've got biological boys that are or are trying to play in women's sports, and it's been causing concern. It's been causing uh, a loss of opportunity and a loss of dreams for some people. And so we've got an opportunity now to handle that issue <coughs> in the state level. So we'll be talking about that. And the author, Charles Perry, Senator Perry, will be there. I've got about two minutes left. Valerie Swanson's going to be there. So um, a lot of great, interesting people. Uh, Americans United for Life. Susan B. Anthony List, um, uh, um, Beth Stelzer, who works on the women's sports issue, just a really wide range. And our old friend Nicole Hudgens is going to be there, okay? Went, she went to work for Trump administration. Now she's working for a national organization. And we've got Texas Supreme Court John Devine. I can't list them all, okay? TXValues.org. Go to our website. You can see all the speakers that are there. And look, the, <coughs> the prices of mission... It includes lunch. I think we just threw out a last chance sale just to make it like there's no way you can resist coming. Okay, there is a live stream option. All right. So if you can't make it to the event, five dollars, pick up your live stream option. Hey, share this video, put it up on your uh, in your different groups and pages like it. Let's get some good traffic to it because we're going to have a great event and you can see it live stream if you can't make it. But in person, boy, I tell you what, it's going to be a special experience. I do this work every day, and I'm excited, okay? Uh, you remember last year we had Matthew West on stage with Abby Johnson, okay? He wrote a song about her movie, Unplanned. How special was that? And so the governor's going to try to see if he can top that, I guess, by having this bill signing ceremony during his time slot. I'll tell you, that's the first time, it's going to be the first time we've ever had an event um, where the governor's been there and uh, done a bill signing ceremony, particularly for a pro-life bill. It's going to be extra special. So we want you to be there um, here in the northwest part of Austin, txvalues.org. Get your tickets today. Come spend some time with us for faith, family, and freedom in Texas. I'll have some great updates about it next week. <clears throat> and look, if you can't make it to the event, these events are not free. Make a donation today. We are a tax-deductible nonprofit organization, a 501c3. We need your financial support so we can continue to do the work we do for faith, family, and freedom in Texas. And I'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.